It's a special live edition of Locked on Yankees. On today's show, we'll be talking about Aaron Judge being reintroduced in the Bronx and being named the 16th captain of the Yankees. We'll talk about the captaincy and how some people don't appreciate the Yankees naming captains. And, you know, with Derek Cheater and Willie Randolph there, we knew what was going to happen. And we need to discuss the Carlos Correa thing because... um, Yeah, we all woke up to that news, and it's a good thing for New York baseball that it happens. So all that is coming up and more on the next, or on the next, on this Locked on Yankees. You are Locked on Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Yankee fans. This is my third attempt at doing this live stream. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to a live edition of Locked on Yankees, which is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Stacey Gotsoulias. Again, I apologize for everything being so late. I've tried this three times and I think I'm streaming live right now. So let's hope. Let's hope. Um, I'd like to thank you for making Locked on Yankees your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button to like our videos and the bell so you're notified as soon as our videos go live. Aaron Judge, officially, officially a Yankee, reintroduced by Hal Steinbrenner. Aaron Boone, and oh, is the chat not opened this time? Let's see. Oh, it's not. Wait a minute. I don't know what I'm doing here. Actually, I can see the chat on something. I don't know why this isn't working. Hmm. Is it working now? Oh, hello. I think it is working now. There we go. Okay. Okay. The chat should be working. Please type in anything you need to uh, discuss. There we go. Hi, Vinny. Thank you for that. Yeah, I'm I'm doing this from a different system, and I screwed it up twice, and now here we are, finally. Okay, good. We're live an hour and 18 minutes later than we were supposed to be, but we're here. Yay. So Aaron Judge, officially a Yankee and named the captain. And we weren't shocked by that when we saw that Willie Randolph and Derek Jeter were at the press conference. It was pretty much a big clue that that's what was going to happen. And everyone assumed that 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 was going to happen because Aaron Judge has been the leader of this team for the past couple of seasons. Everyone looks up to him, and not just because he's 6'7". And it was just a natural progression for him to be named the 16th captain of the Yankees. I know that... um, He's happy about it. He understands the tradition of it. He spoke about it in his speech. He said, I looked back at the list. Thurman Munson, Lou Gehrig, Ron Guidry, Willie Randolph, Derek Jeter, Don Mattingly. That's a pretty good list right there. Not only great baseball players, but great ambassadors of the game and of the New York Yankees. This is an incredible honor that I don't take lightly. So he was very happy with that. I was happy with that. I thought it was adorable uh, when Hal said we're not only announcing that we signed Aaron Judge but we're naming him the 16th captain 
And yes, Michael, it is a great choice to make him the captain. It's, again, the the natural progression. He's the only one that could be captain of that team, really. Um, the kids look up to him. The guys who come over from other teams look up to him. And he's one of those natural-born leader guys. He just has it. Jeter had it. Jeter was a leader of that team as soon as he became a starter. And he was a bit younger than some of the other guys on that team. And, you know, a bit younger than some of the grizzled veterans of the 1996 team. But you could tell that kid was going to be a leader. And Judge is the same way. And it's just... It's fantastic watching this happen. And... What I liked about Judge's press conference today was that he basically was like, yeah, this shouldn't be a shock. I wasn't really going anywhere. So the arson Judge tweet scared us for no reason because he was coming back. He was coming back. <laughs> he was basically like, yeah, I wasn't going anywhere. And... When the reporters were asking him questions, he had some, like, his face was just really funny. Like, he looked like he was trying to be serious, but he was really like, guys, there was no way I was going to go anywhere. And I had said this on the show the day that he, the day that it came out that he was coming back, that I had that epiphany before I went to bed after the arson judge tweet, after everyone was freaking out that maybe he was going to the Giants. I was lying in my bed thinking, why on earth? Would Aaron Judge leave all this? Leave the chance to be a lifelong Yankee. Leave the chance to be a Yankees captain. Leave everything that goes along with or comes with being a Yankee. Having your number. His number is going to be retired. We know that's going to happen. No one else is wearing 99 after him. And, you know, the old timers day and all the other ceremonies that they've had, you know, coming up this year, 1998's 25th anniversary is coming up. Maybe the Yankees might do something and he'll see how the crowd reacts to the team that won 114 games and won a world series and started the three Pete, you know? So why would he leave that? And he basically was <laughs> alluding to that in his press conference. Like, yeah, why would I leave this? Like, I knew I was coming back. He just wanted the Yankees to say, yes, we want you to come back. And that's what Hal did. Um, yes, Michael Osborne. Um, I spoke about this in the last two shows that I tried to record, and we're going to talk about it in a bit. But um, Cashman and Hal both talked about what the Yankees still need to make the team going into 2023 even better than the team that they had in 2022. And we'll talk about that in later segments of the show. Seeing Derek Jeter be more involved in the Yankee stuff now that he's done with the Marlins warms my heart. As a person who's exactly Jeter's age, I'm only two months behind him who grew up with Derek Jeter, and watching him re-embrace being a Yankee and being around more, I appreciated his presence. And again, seeing him there, I, I knew as soon as he walked out to the dais that they were going to name Aaron Judge the captain. I had said on a show a few weeks ago that I was hoping that they would name him captain around the same time that Jeter was named captain because it would have been 20 years exactly in 2023 but this is this is just as good yes Vinny we will talk about that too um Brian Cashman made a boo-boo which we're gonna have to discuss we'll discuss that in segment two okay because um yeah some people were laughing about it and it was kind of funny um but it was also 
I mean, I understand because the names are similar. We're going to talk about that in a second. But first, let's talk about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, and news and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball to soccer and esports. We've got it all at BetOnline.net. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Since I made fun of the Knicks, they've won eight in a row. You're welcome. And the Rangers are doing well. The Giants are about to make the playoffs. And there are a lot of things happening. Plus, with the move that the Mets made overnight, which we'll be talking about in a little bit, their World Series chances just went up, and they're now ahead of the Yankees in the betting line at betonline.net. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today. The biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes or less. Plus, instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's put my wonderful Greek name there. Okay, so... Brian Cashman and Hal Steinbrenner were talking about how the Yankees are probably not done. But they were also talking about how the market is shrinking. You know, guys are going to teams and it's not as easy to fill the positions that you need. And it might not be through free agency. We might have to wait for trades to happen. And Brian Cashman was talking about, you know... You need to work on things with the team that you're trying to make trades with, and you have to make sure that it works for both ends. And, you know, I, I took that to mean that he's trying to get rid of some of the players that we want him to get rid of, but it's not going to be that easy. It's not going to be easy to trade away an Aaron Hicks. It's not going to be easy to trade away a Donaldson. It's just not going to happen. He mentioned Oswaldo Cabrera, but he called him Orlando Cabrera. I mean, it's an honest mistake. Orlando Cabrera is a person that exists, but he meant Oswaldo Cabrera. And, you know, if they can't do a trade, if they can't find someone to play left field, like, you know, maybe they don't want to give out more contracts and maybe they want to try and make a deal, we might have to wait for the trade deadline for it to happen. And... You know, if they have to stick Oswaldo Cabrera out there, I mean, it could be worse because he's fine. I know people want more than fine in left field, but the Yankees are pretty stacked. And, um, you know, Hal was talking about the bullpen and talking about bringing, bringing Canely back. And then he was also talking about Michael King being expected to be back um, after the season starts or shortly after the season starts. So hopefully his injury is healing well. And, you know, he was quite an asset coming out of the bullpen and losing him was a big blow to the Yankees in 2022. So getting Michael King back will be a, a big thing. You know, no more, no more Aroldis Chapman. They just designated Lucas Lecky for um, assignment. That came across the wire a couple of hours ago because they needed to make room on the 40-man. So um, no more Lucas Lecky. But, you know, there are moves to be made. They're still working on things. Um, you know, I said it a couple weeks ago. It's only December. They might be able to make moves. I mean, the A-Rod trade didn't happen until February 14th or 15th of 2004. I know we don't like bringing up that year, but, you know, it was a very surprising move when it happened. And because everyone was expecting him to go to the Red Sox and then it didn't happen. 
I know, I can't even believe I'm bringing up that year and the Red Sox. Forgive me. So we might have to wait, wait till the trade deadline for something to happen. And, you know, that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. You know, because the Yankees right now, as it stands, you got Judge in right field, you got Harrison Bader in center, and then you could have Oswaldo Cabrera in left. Not terrible. You could put Stanton out there some nights. You know, it's not like they don't have anyone to play. So, yeah, they're still making moves. And, you know, Hal was talking about how he closed the deal with Judge. And, yeah. I agree, Moon Man. I agree. Good riddance to Aroldis Chapman. I mean, the writing was on the wall when he didn't show up for that mandatory practice and stayed in Miami and just said, no, I'm not coming back. So, yeah, we kind of knew. And, I mean, we knew that the Yankees were probably not going to re-sign him or bring him back, but that really was the, the last nail in the coffin for Aroldis Chapman. Um, and the tattoo thing. I forgot about the tattoo. And Guys, don't get tattoos during the season. I have a tattoo. It worked out well. I didn't get infected. I actually healed really well from my tattoo. But you never know. Even if you have a bunch of tattoos on you, you could have some sort of weird allergic reaction. You might go to a different tattoo artist and they might use ink that's slightly different than what you had in your body beforehand. Just be careful with that stuff, really. <laughs> so Hal was talking about how he said he was at a rest stop in Italy. He was at a rest stop in Italy when he closed the deal with Judge. And I joked in my uh, stream that I didn't actually stream. So I was talking to myself for a half hour, twice. I've done this twice before I was actually able to do this. But I'm assuming that rest stops in Italy are different than rest stops in the United States. I've never been to Europe, but I'm assuming that they don't have, you know, like... Dunkin Donuts or Krispy Kreme Donuts and they don't have like Roy Rogers or Arby's or McDonald's and stuff like that. So when he says rest stop in Italy, I'm picturing something completely different. But he joked that when he spoke to Judge, it was 3 a.m. where Judge was because Judge was really, like I said, we knew he wanted to come back and he let the Yankees know that. And I like that Aaron Judge was reached out to by Hal directly. And Hal said, I wasn't picturing him as a free agent. I was seeing him as a Yankee. I feel like he was a Yankee this whole time and we just had to get the paperwork done, you know? And I liked that personal touch. You know, as much as I bag on Hal, and I've bagged on him a lot on this show and you know, especially after the uh, Donaldson IKF trade and Correa going to the Twins. I had a lot to say about Hal and Brian Cashman. But there are some aspects of Hal that I like. And I like that he's not exactly like his father. I like that he's a little smarter about the moves he makes. But I also like that he's really a family guy and he likes to have personal relationships with the people that he's negotiating with and the personal touch I think really helped judge's decision and yeah you know you couldn't wipe the smile off of judge's face during the press conference and I was kind of laughing at Hal and um, Randy Levine they both had very weird looks on their faces um, I understand that you have a poker face not everyone is like me and you don't show emotions on your faces but it was just kind of funny watching the press conference because I tend to look at other people when things are happening and I don't know they just 
it felt like the wheels were turning in Hal's head and he was thinking of future moves that he could make, which could be a good thing for us. So it's a good day to be a New York sports fan, really, because between the Yankees making the judge thing official, naming him the captain, and then the Mets swooping in and stealing Carlos Correa from the Giants, it's a fun day to be a New York baseball fan. This is what you want in New York. You want both teams to be at a higher level. That's what makes the Subway Series fun. I know I always poo-poo the Subway Series, and I joke about how I wish there were a five-year break because I'm sick of it, but not so much now. Now, I kind of wish they still had the weekend series. Three in the Bronx, three in Queens, depending on the year, which one goes first. You know, ESPN games, Fox games, making it a big deal and pissing off the rest of baseball because no one else cares about the New York stuff except New York people, but... It's fun when it happens. So now that both teams are doing what they're doing and signing all these guys and making their teams better, you want the Subway Series to be more than just two weekday games randomly in the middle of the summer. You want those three-game weekend series. So the Correa News, how did you all find out about it? I found out from a, t a friend texting me. I actually woke up late for me. And I saw his text, and he said, what do you think about Correa and the Mets? And I was assuming that he was talking about all the rumors that were going around yesterday after everything fell through with the Giants. Because, as I said on yesterday's show, everyone was joking, oh, well, this means the Mets are going to swoop, swoop in and steal him. And I said on the show, I don't think that's going to happen. Could that possibly happen? So I said to him, I said, yeah, you know, everyone was joking about it on Twitter. I don't know if it's going to happen. And then he writes back, no, it happened while we were sleeping. The Mets got Correa. So I grabbed my phone or well, I already had my phone in my hand because I was texting him. I go to Twitter and I look and I make sure that I'm seeing what I'm seeing because I hadn't had my coffee. And sure enough, yeah, 2.38 a.m. John Heyman, of all people, is the one that tweeted it out. Carlos Correa to the Mets, 12 years, uh, 315 compared to the 13, 350 that the Giants were going to give him, which I find interesting. So we're going to talk about that in segment three. We're going to talk about Correa. We're going to talk about how this is really cool for New York sports because it is. But we need to talk about something else first. Did you know that driving high is considered driving under the influence? That's right. Driving under the influence of marijuana is against the law in every state, even in the states where marijuana, where marijuana is now legal. That means driving high could get you a DUI. And if you think law enforcement officers can't tell when you're driving high, you're wrong. Your friends can tell, your coworkers can tell, even your parents can tell, everyone can tell. So what makes you think that law enforcement officers don't know when you're driving high? Driving under the influence of marijuana can slow your response time and change how you perceive time and speed. So even if you think you're fine to drive when you're high, you're not. Because the bottom line is, if you feel different, you drive different. And driving high is driving under the influence. So remember, drive high, get a DUI. Ah, okay. Yeah, there are a lot of people who, you know, they're not 
as online as I am, because one of the first things I do in the morning usually is check Twitter just to see what's happening. Plus, I cover the Yankees on a podcast. I need to know the news that's happening. So I pick up my phone immediately when I wake up and see what's going on. But when I saw that my friend texted me, I thought, oh, what is he texting me about? Because it was while I was sleeping and it ended up being the Correa thing. But let me say, it was a lot of fun while I had Twitter open, seeing people on the West Coast waking up and finding out that Correa went to the Mets. That was amusing. Not for my Giant fan friends. But it was amusing watching other people reacting to Correa going to the Mets. Now, this is a great thing. It really is. It's a great thing. You have both New York teams trying to be competitive and trying to do the most. Steve Cohen's really doing the most, though, out of all the owners in baseball. He's just, I joked about it, he is basically like Oprah giving away cars. He's giving away contracts. He already has a shortstop, but why not give Correa 12 years, 13, uh, 13, $315 million, which kind of annoyed some Yankee fans because the Yankees were quick to not give any big name shortstops any money. So some Yankee fans are kind of annoyed that the Mets did that, but this is good. I like this. This is good for um, New York baseball. And as I said in my bet online live read, the Mets' World Series chances just jumped up again because of Carlos Correa, and they're slightly ahead of the Yankees now in those lines. But, you know, that doesn't really mean anything because, you know, you got to wait for the season to be played. So, yeah, the Giants fans. Okay, let's talk about this because, you know, as I said, there really wasn't that big a chance of judge going to the giants but giants fans were hoping that the whole he's a hometown boy he wants to come back home maybe we can lure him here with that sort of thing then that didn't happen but the correa thing tom verducci wrote an article earlier saying that correa was dressed for his press conference with the giants he was dressed and ready to go and then everything got taken back like, oh, something popped up in the medicals. Apparently, it was something from the past. It's not a new injury that the Giants looked at and thought, no, we're not going to do this. It's very odd. There's a lot of weird things happening, and the situation is still fluid and moving around. As I bang my <laughs> microphone, I still don't understand what happened. Um, you know, why the Giants were stuck on that past injury and why the Mets didn't care about the past injury. And I know people will probably make jokes about the Mets training staff because of things that have happened in the past. And hopefully that won't happen to, um, you know, the Mets now with, you, know, you got Correa, you have Scherzer, you have Verlander, like Scherzer and Verlander are on the older side of things. And Verlander, as good as he was in 2022, he was coming back from Tommy John surgery. He has over 3,100 innings on that arm. There are risks with a lot of these players, but the Rodone thing is fluid and we'll be finding out more and more about the situation. But that was weird. That was really weird. But hey, Carlos Correa is no longer in the American League, although that doesn't really matter anymore with the uh, new schedule. Everyone's playing everyone, but the poor Giants are coming to New York to open the season. They're playing the Yankees to open the season. I think it'd be worse if they opened against the Mets, 
But, you know, coming into New York, flying into New York, depending on the uh, airport that they fly into. I don't think they'll fly into LaGuardia. But if they did fly into LaGuardia, hey, there's City Field. There's where Carlos Correa is now. That wouldn't be fun for the people who run the Giants. So, yeah. So it's a good day for New York sports. Aaron Judge, captain, officially back with the Yankees. Uh, Carlos Correa is with the Mets. The Mets and the Yankees are going for it. And, you know, as Hal said after the press conference, there are some teams in baseball that have nothing to look forward to. There are fans in baseball that have nothing to look forward to because their teams don't do anything to try and win. They know going into spring training that they have no chance. Even with the expanded playoffs, they have no chance. And you got to feel bad for those fan bases. But those fan bases aren't the Mets and the Yankees. We have things to look forward to. You know... Do I think the Yankees can win the World Series as they are? Maybe, but they still have moves to be made. But we still have things to look forward to in 2023. That's right. Scherzer and Verlander reunite because they were on the Tigers together. And now Correa and Verlander winning the World Series together in 2017. I won't say anything. I'll be nice. Uh, they're reunited. And right, the Giants also lost Rodone. I mean, but everyone knew Rodone wanted to be a Yankee. He stated that. he. It was basically no one had a chance of signing him. He wanted to be with the Yankees. And the Yankees were like, sure, let's, we'll, we'll take you. Come, come here and be happy with us. And Judge was talking about Rodone and how nasty he is. And, you know, um, I can't remember who posted the video, but Rodone made Judge look silly a few times when he was on the White Sox and pitching for the White Sox. And yeah, I'm looking forward to Rodone. And um, yeah, that's true, Michael Osborne. Uh, Michael Osborne in the chat said, at least the Giants aren't playing the Mets after the Yankees. That's true. Because wow, that would be really bad for the Giants if they come in, open the season against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium, and then have to go to City Field to play the Mets. That just would have been it's bad enough they're going to be at City Field at some point during the season, but having to do that back-to-back -back would have been really bad. So, <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness that they're not going to do that. So tomorrow, Rodone will be introduced by the Yankees. His press conference is at 10 a.m. Eastern in the Bronx, and I'm sure some of the same people who were at Judge's press conference will be there for Rodone. I don't expect to see Willie Randolph and Derek Jeter there. Harrison Bader apparently was there for Judge's press conference. I didn't see him, but I heard he was there. And yeah, this is just a good week before Christmas. We got our big, our big guy wrapped in a bow and named captain. And Rodone being officially named as a Yankee and signing his contract. You know, Judge officially signed the contract. They had the video of him signing it in front of Cashman. And I'm trying to think of um, anything else that I am forgetting to talk about, because as I said, I attempted to do this twice. I've done the show twice, and I know I'm forgetting to mention things because I, I'm i conflating the three shows that I've done today. So um, if I forgot to mention something, I really apologize but I hope you enjoyed this live edition of Locked on Yankees. And, oh, yes, Moon Man. Thank you. Matt Carpenter. I forgot about Matt Carpenter. Um, Carp is 
no longer with the Yankees. He put a very nice message up on Twitter. Um, and I'm bummed about that, but good for him for getting a deal. This is what he said. He's going to the Padres, by the way. Matt Carpenter said, To say it was an honor to put on the pinstripes last season would be the understatement of a lifetime. Memories I will never forget. To my teammates, coaches, front office, ownership, and the great fan base of the New York Yankees, thank you for letting me be a part of it. So yeah, he's going to the Padres. That's a bummer. His foot injury was such a bummer. Him and Michael King. Like, I know it's weird to say that Matt Carpenter's injury really hurt the Yankees. I think it really hurt the Yankees down the stretch. Um, there were other injuries that didn't really help the Yankees either, but I feel like that spark off the bench and just, you know, him coming up and feeling like he's going to hit a home run every time he steps uh, up to the plate. Yeah, that kind of felt like um, that was like a deflating injury. So congrats to Matt Carpenter for going to the Padres. The Padres, another team making lots of moves and trying to past the Dodgers and the Dodgers haven't really done anything and they've lost some people. So it's an interesting off season to say the least. And again, it is not over. And yes, I know Hal has said that they're not making done making moves and, um, you know, he's done that before in off seasons past, but I feel like there's more to come. And I feel like a condition of judge coming back had to do with the team that they're going to build around him because they really want to get him a championship. And um, I feel like, and I said this the other day, the sweep by the Astros lit a fire under Hal Steinbrenner's rear end. And it's going to pay us back in dividends. It's going to be great. It will. I think it's going to work out well for all of us. Yes. Oh, yes, DJ. That's right. I forgot about DJ's injury. Yeah, that didn't help at all either. And um, still haven't heard anything about him. Um, I know they were holding off on his surgery and wondering if he needed surgery. I'm hoping whatever he needs to do to get better gets done. And that, you know, the season starts with him with the Yankees on time and that it's not like a delayed thing and that he'll have like delayed spring training and a delayed start of the season. So that's it. For this live episode of Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Remember, you can listen on every podcasting platform available. You can watch and subscribe to us on YouTube. Again, hit the thumbs up button, comment on YouTube, chat on YouTube. I'll do more live shows during the winter because these are fun. And hit the uh, click the bell notification so you know when our videos go up. And I'd like to thank you all for allowing us to reach 1,610 subscribers. That's really cool. And thank you for making Locked On Yankees your first listen today. Now make your second listen Locked On Sports today. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So tomorrow's show will be about Rodone. We'll talk about Rodone and I might do a throwback Thursday because... Tomorrow is Thursday, so tune in for that tomorrow and have a great evening.